Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Wow, wow, wow. Powerful. Put your hands together again for the Lord. All right, let us pray. Wherever you are, I just want you to pray for yourself and pray that God himself speaks to you tonight. As we have this short time of fellowship with God's word in God's presence, ask him to be the one to speak to you. Just pray right now wherever you are. Pray right now. Holy Spirit, speak to us. Lord, speak to us through your word. Holy Spirit, speak to us. We do not want to leave here with the word of a man. We want to leave here with a word from you. We need to hear from you. We long to hear from you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, let your word come, deliver us from destruction, let your word come to heal our blindness, let your word come to take every wickedness of the devil that is trying to enter into us, let it come to take it out of us, in the name of Jesus. Deliver us from evil. 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 Deliver us from evil, Lord. In the name of Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. I want us also to pray and ask God to have his way in this church, in your life in my life, in the church. Ask God to have his way. His way. It's, it's another way of saying, Father, let your will be done. Let your will be done. Let your will be done. Ask him to have his way. Lift your voice. Just pray wherever you are. Ask him to have his way. Have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Have your way. In this church, have your way. Have your way, Lord. In my life, have your way. In this church, have your way. In this church, have your way. Let your will be done. Let the will of no man be done, but your will be done. Have your way. Have your way, Lord. Have your way, 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 Lord, 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 have your way, 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 have Holy Spirit, we, 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 we,
Exciting to see all of you. Pumzile, is that you? How are you doing? Great, 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 great. Well, um, that's it. Amen. Amen. The sound is cute, oh? Is it my mind or is my? It's it's a very, it's a sounding sound, oh? Powerful, powerful, powerful. Let's do something very important quickly, okay? I want us to pray for the founding bishop, all right? The father and pastor of the church, Bishop Dagiwad. So I want you to stand to your feet. We just want to pray for him. Right now, wherever you are, just pray for him. Pray for him wherever you are. Pray that God will give him grace. God will give him wisdom. God will strengthen him. God will give him patience. God will give him direction on how the church should go. Lift your voice and Pray wherever you are. Pray wherever you are. Pray wherever you are. Mato Let's spend about five minutes praying for him. Five minutes. Five minutes. Lift your voice and pray. 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 Lift your voice Yega gandala la bazoko brazeke tila diamande legede liga brando lolo bojeke prede beheya manta kalama seketelebe zabranda kibra kasata bayandele mante kida bazaka talabajeke prepedila bazata kaya legeke tekede bojaka panda liamanta kasabra mateleheya manta kiso bramante kesete kede bozataya ha Pray for the bottom of your heart. Pray for the pastor of the church. Bishop Pray for him right now. Paul said, Pray for us. Pray for us. Pray for us. Pray for us, 
Let him flourish. Let him prosper. Amen. Let him go from yes, strength Lord. to strength. Let him go forward and to conquer. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Let him lead us to take territories yes, for you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you glory for this gift you have blessed us with. Yes, we are grateful in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. Why don't you put your hands together for Jesus and you may be seated one more time. Wow. Well, let's get into it. Alright. We, we, we want to continue what we started last Tuesday. Lessons of loyalty. Amen. Lessons of loyalty. Now, this is not a new message. This is a message I believe Bishop Larry has taught over and over the years. We are known in this city as the loyalty church. Why? Because Bishop Larry taught us these things. Paul said to Timothy, be in remembrance of these things. So I'm putting you in remembrance of the things that Bishop Larry himself has taught you. Somebody say amen. amen. I say I'm putting you in remembrance of the things that you have been taught over the years. Those of you who are new, I'm making you aware of them. Those of you who are the ancient of days, the rock of ages. Those of you who were before Abraham. Genesis to Revelation. The beginning. Those of you who are Alpha and Omegas.
Those of you who are the foundation of the church, I'm bringing you into remembrance of these things. Amen. Hallelujah. So it's not a new doctrine I'm coming up with. It's something the elders, to the elders, right. So I'm telling the elders. And of course, those of you who are new, I'm telling you as well. A day will come. There might be another pastor who's pastoring you. He will also bring you, those who are new today, into remembrance of this truth. Amen. So we are looking at lessons of loyalty. Now, we, we, we teach these things because, and it's always good to teach when there's no problem, because in the time of trouble, if you are not equipped, you will destroy yourself before you know that you are doing the wrong thing. Do you get it? So once we refresh it from time to time, you are aware. So you, you, you acquire certain reflexes. Do, do, you, do you get it? You acquire certain reflexes. There are some things that you do that you do as a matter of reflex because you have been doing it for a long time. Do you get it? So the more this goes in, the more your reflexes are sharpened. Do you see? So sometimes you even respond in the right way without even thinking about it. Do you get it? You just respond. Yesterday, we saw a, somebody, a trainer, teaching some children how to play tennis. And he told them, he told one particular something to do. Then he said to him, do it about 100 times. Then it will become a, a reflex. Do the same thing. Anytime the ball comes that way, do the same thing. After some time, you don't have to think to do it. Do you understand? So we are teaching you these lessons so that it becomes second nature. It just comes to you. You just do it. You didn't even think about By the time, Paul, Samuel said to Saul, when he anointed Saul, that one of the things the anointing will do is that it will make you act as occasion serves thee. It means that you will just do the right thing. When that situation comes, you will always do the right thing. May you always do the right thing. So we looked at a few lessons. Is that not so? Lesson number one, we said to be loyal, or we said loyalty demands full persuasion. Did we say that? If you are going to be loyal, you must be fully persuaded. Is that not so? Because anybody or anything you are trying to be loyal to, there will be questions. There will be what? Questions. Now, when you are not fully convinced, what the enemy does is that he takes advantage of that small portion that you are not convinced about. And then he attacks you in that place. That place is like your... Your Achilles heels. Is that what they call it? Your Achilles heel. Where you are weak at. Do you understand? He takes that spot and then he hits it. Because he knows that you are weaker. He knows if he comes in the area of finances, you are strong. So he won't come that way. But if he can attack you from the area of love, then hey, he will get you. But when you are fully persuaded, it is not easy for the enemy to sweep you off. Hallelujah. If you, are, if, if you are going to be loyal to this church and this ministry and to Bishop knows you must be fully convinced about him. Every man of God is accused. I mean, I've been a pastor for some time. There's always something people are saying I have done or I have not done. Do, do, do you get it? I mean, always. Always. There's always something. I, I, have, never, I have never lived in a season where it's like 
no accusation or no anything. I'm waiting for that day. That's a day. Even it's not a day I want to be in. Because the Bible, Jesus said, woe unto you if all men speak well of you. Woe unto you. Be careful if all men speak well of you. Do you get accused of this? You talk too much. You don't talk enough. Me, the same person. No. You talk too much. You don't talk, too, you don't talk enough. It's always there. You do this. You don't do this. You like this. You don't like that. Yeah, you don't use the Bible. I've even been accused before that I don't preach from the Bible. Like, I don't use the Bible. Like, I don't read directly. Like, turn with me to um, Luke chapter 6, verse 26. Woe unto you when all men speak well of you. For so did their fathers to the false prophets. Like, I don't take the Bible and read. Meanwhile, what I said without the Bible, is it not the same as what is in the Bible? So what am I using? Am I using the Quran? Oh. Okay. Do you, do, you, do you understand? So, as for accusations, they fly. And they really, really fly. But for you to follow, you have to be fully convinced that you are following the right person. What helps people to be convinced? Openness. When you are open to people, people become convinced. By the grace of God, Bishop Dak has been open to us about what he is doing. Shown open about the vision of the church. How many of you remember the vision of tools? Yeah, open about it. Talk that we all know what the vision of the church is. How many members he's looking for? He's looking for two million members. Do you get it? He's looking for I think 20,000 pastors. 20,000 churches. One pastor, one church. 20,000 uh, is there. Are you guys are reading the past question? You are, yeah, 2 million members. 20,000 pastors. 20,000 churches. 2,000 church buildings. And this is one of them. This is one of them bought by Lighthouse Chapel International, now known as United Denominations. All of us contributed to buying this church. I was, I was, I was in Jobek. They raised funds from us. Ah. Look, we pay down. Every month, they will give us an envelope. And we will pay. So one day, somebody came to visit me from Jobek. And when he came, I mean, we were sitting in the office then. He said, did you ever think when we were raising funds for this building, that we were trying, to, we were actually buying a building for you. I said, never in my wildest dream, never, never. I was just being a faithful church member and contributing my part. Then I also asked him a question, him and his wife. I said, so if you knew that you were buying the building for your pastor, because I was their pastor when I was in Jobe, and I handed them over to the next pastor, case closed. If you, knew, did you, if you knew that you were also buying a building for your pastor, would you have given more? They said, oh yes, you would have given more. I said to the next time, think correctly because you could even be buying a building for yourself. That's how our church works. The church belongs to all of us. Yeah. Yeah. My prayer is that one day, one of you sitting here, will be the pastor of this church. You'll be, the, you'll be the bishop here. One of you sitting here, the bishop here in Peter Marisbeck. 
and I'll come and visit you and you will take me to your office. And I will ask you that, did you know that when I was doing the office, I was doing it for you? Instead of criticizing me that the office is too nice, you would rather give me an offering that, hey, thank you for doing such a nice office for me. That's how our church works. Yeah. 200 bishops. Pastor, but if there are 100 bishops right now, we are going to 200. Will I get a chance? Don't worry. I was in the church when the vision of the church was 1,000 micro churches. Do you get I was, I was a church member. Now, the vision of the church is 20,000 churches. Initially, the vision was 1,000 churches. So, not even churches, so micro churches. What we have. What we have now are centers, 1,000. Now it's 20,000 churches, mega churches. So there's room for you. Yeah, there's room for you. After a while, you hear that the vision is 200,000 churches with 20,000 bishops. You, by all means, get a chance. Yeah. I, I see that bishop, he makes the vision in such a way that at any given time, it's attainable. But when we are getting close to it, then we set a new vision. Yeah. So you, there's room for you. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. There's room for you. Yeah. Openness. Sometimes when things are happening, you try to give people a little hint, a little insight into it. Because if you don't, when a problem comes, people are just surprised. Yeah, caught off guard. And then, people even feel you are saying what you are saying because there's a problem. But if there was no problem, you didn't answer. I mean, when you do things for people, they don't remember. Somebody once said, when you do good to somebody, take a receipt. Because people never remember. When you do something good for somebody, take a receipt. Yeah, 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 take a receipt. If you don't take a receipt, people don't remember. Leah, after some time, people don't remember. When they start talking about the issue, you will be surprised at the story you are hearing. And people are really good at omitting very important details. Very vital details. That changes the whole thing. So when you do good for people, spa, take a receipt. <laughs> take a receipt. Blanting, amen. Number two was what? Loyalty must be to the higher authority. Jesus, Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. Listen, I am a missionary sent by Bishop Doug Heward Mills to come and pastor his church. In my personal plans, Peter Marisbeck is not one of them. Neither is Johannesburg nor poor Elizabeth. Or if, when, when I was in first year, I wanted to go to London. First year university. Yes, first year university. I wanted to go to London. And my papers, putting my documents together was becoming a struggle. So somebody told me, oh, you can go to South Africa. So I went to tell my mother, mommy, 
I want to go to South Africa. She said to me that over her dead body. Yeah, that's what she said. Over my dead body, you won't go to South Because a lawyer friend of my sister had come here and somebody who had been killed. She was here for five days. And in the five days, somebody was killed on the street she was on. And she came home to break such, <laughs> such devastating information, which hampered my travel ambitions. <laughs> so even my mother wouldn't have allowed me to come to South Africa. But when, when the bishop asked to send me to South Africa, my mother gave me $1,000 to come to South Africa as a missionary. As a missionary. It's not my plan. And it's none of any of our missionaries' plan that I am going here. I'm going here. The, the founder sent us to the place. Yeah. So if for any reason you have to, you, are, you, are, you have to, who is my faithfulness to? Your faithfulness is to the person who sent us here, who financed us to be here, who made it possible, paid us every month, put food on our table, put a roof on our heads, flew our children here, those who had children, and those who didn't have children, flew our wives here, got us the necessary documents to stay here and to work here and to do the mission work. Who do you think your faithfulness must be to? Me that I'm standing in front of you or the one who sent me? Jesus said, he that receives you receives him that sent me. So it's about him that sent me. Not even about me. Not, you will never go wrong. Yeah. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. We are trying to get to Christ. Follow me. Yeah. So don't, even sometimes you don't even need a lot of words. Oh, I want to hear you. Okay, you to tell your story. You to tell your story. You, no, it is not even necessary. Follow the lighthouse. A ship, when a ship is moving, the ship, to get to safety, the ship follows what we call the lighthouse. So you keep your eye on the lighthouse and you just start going to the lighthouse, to the shore. No matter what happens, you will get to the shore. Because you will never, you won't see another, maybe a bigger ship passing in front of you, going this way. So, okay, the direction is this way. Then you start following, do, 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 do. you are following here. Then you see a submarine passing under you. It's going this other way. Do, 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 do. Then you are following the submarine. All you have to do is keep your eye on the lighthouse and follow the lighthouse. Follow the lighthouse. Follow the lighthouse. You will definitely get to safety. Definitely. Anybody who's not following the lighthouse, you don't need, you just follow the light. What are you looking for? Safety. You will get to safety. You'll get to safety. Number three, I don't know why we are still preaching last week's message. Number three is what? A loyal person does not withhold information. See something. Hear something. 10 triple one. This advert is sponsored by SAPS. Simple. What did I say? See something. Hear something. 10 triple one. This advert is sponsored by SAPS. That's all. It's as simple as that. If you are loyal, you see something, say, ah, this thing doesn't look usual. Okay, maybe I'll be wrong. I may be wrong, but at least. Please, Lady Pastor, I saw a rabbit chasing a dog. 
I'm not sure what it means. But I just want you, is it normal? Anyway, I don't even need the answer. I just want you to know that the rabbit was chasing the dog. That's all. Maybe they are playing a game. Maybe they are fighting. But I just want you to know. It's as simple as that. Yeah. It's as simple as that. That's it. Because usually maybe it's the dog that must chase the rabbit. But today the rabbit is chasing the dog. It's a little unusual. It's a little. Maybe the dog has gone crazy. It needs a mental <coughs> rescue. You don't know. Number four is what? Huh? Loyalty is based on principles, not emotions. If you are going to be loyal, you have to stay with the principles of loyalty, not your emotions. Not your emotions. If you stay with your emotions, the chances that you will get it right are very slim. Yeah, because, I mean, a lot of emotional decisions, they don't take anybody anywhere. And I'm saying you don't even have to look far. Do you get? You don't have to look far. Just look at yourself. Do you see? The relationship you are in now is relationship number what? Relationship number what? Because you made the decision. I'm in love. I'm in love. I'm in love. I'm in love. You were happy in love. later, the love, I said the love, uh, the love, yeah, do you understand? So, by now, you should begin to lose faith in emotional moves, in emotional moves, yeah, in emotional moves, rather stay with the principle, because a principle is the same all the time, it doesn't change. Stay with the just stay with the principle, because sometimes when you have to be loyal, sometimes your emotions begin to play. Because sometimes the relationship you have with somebody comes in. Maybe it's your brother, it's your uncle, it's your grandmother, or your mother. One of them. Do you get it? Yeah, it's one of them. So when you look at it like that, you are tempted to go with your feelings. Do you see? If you go with your feelings, it's more likely that you'll be wrong. But if you go with the principles, you are, you are likely to be right. Yeah. Yeah. Go with the principle. The principle is this. We are following Bishop Daggyward Mills as he follows Christ. It can even be your sister. Even let me tell you about my sister. I mean, my sister and I, we've been close for a long time. No, no, no. From the time we were born. Or, or not from the time she was born, from the time I, was, I came to join her. Do you, we've always been, she cries on my behalf. Yeah. Do you get it? But I realized that our relationship got sweeter when she started to take church seriously. When she started to take, take church seriously, our relationship got sweeter. Sweeter. Why? Because me, as for me, I'm on my road. I am on my way, road going to my somewhere. If you are not on the road that I am on, which is going to my somewhere, there will always be, we are close, but 
But once he joined the road, it was like match made in heaven. We are just happy with the same thing. It's as simple as that. If you let your emotions get in the way, oh, you, you make a bad judgment call before you know. Before you know it. Number five. It will cost you relationships. Look, if you are going to be loyal, Bible says friendship with the world is enmity with God. A certain type of friendship with disloyal people will make you an enemy of the person you are trying to be loyal to. Yeah. To make you an enemy of the person you are trying to be loyal to. Straight up. Make you an enemy. When, you see, when, when, when disloyalty strikes, one of the prizes to pay is relationship. Because you will need to part ways with people. Yeah, and no separation is peaceful. You will need to part ways with, with people. And that's the price. It's sad, but that's the price. It's heartbreaking, but that's the price. Yeah, you can't have a certain, it's like we, we are tight. Me and this guy, we are homeboys. We are tight. You can't be tight. You can't be tight. You just, you just keep them at a, you'll be there, I'm here. And I told you last week, if Eve had kept Devil at an arm's length. We won't, be in, we won't even be preaching this message today. We won't be in what we have been. But she started to become lovey-dovey with, uh, with Devil. And then that's it. Pastor, how do you know? Devil asked Eve, did God really say, what was your quiet time today? And usually it starts with a spiritual. Yeah, it starts with a spiritual. One or two scriptures. Did you go to the house church doing? How are you? That's, that's how it starts. Spiritual. And I'm sure if, if Diva had just started with Eve about eating the fruit, probably she would have said no. But she started, he started with, what did God say? Let's have a discussion. Let's have a discussion of the word of God. Let's have a discussion of the Bible. Now, sometimes, let me tell you something. Even scriptures can be used to lead you astray. Yeah. What do I mean? You see, there are some things that are in the Bible that are true and are there in the Bible. But it's not a doctrine. It is the sugar in the sugar cane that makes the sugar cane nice. But you don't eat sugar by itself. You just take it and you are eating sugar. No. When you cook, it's very difficult to kill you. When you cook, you have to put salt in it. Without the salt, the food is funny. Today, my children cook rice. For me, no salt. Very powerful rice, but no salt. But at least they tried. Yeah, no salt. Only today, apart from the other times. Do you see? But you don't, you don't say because we have to put salt in the food to make the food nice. So now, when your husband comes from work, instead of giving your husband the food with the salt in it, you pack the salt, then you serve him the salt. Eat the salt. Just eat the salt. Only salt. Today, no rice. Today is salt. 
a salt or food that you put sugar in it. You come like conflicts. So instead of bringing the milk and the conflicts, you just bring only the sugar. Say, take the sugar. Take the sugar. Just eat the sugar. Let you eat the sugar. Eat all the sugar. You will see that at the end, the sugar will kill you. Many a time, that, 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 that's, how, that's how we are deceived. Because when we look at the thing, we see it in the Bible. We say, ah, it is in the Bible. Yes, it is in the Bible and it is true. But that's the salt. That's the salt. If the salt is not in the food, it has lost its meaning. Yeah, it has to be in the food. So we take the salt and we make the salt a doctrine. And we start to teach you. And you too, when you open the Bible, you see the verses. Ah, these verses, are, they are also in my Bible. Boom, then you are gone. Put the salt in the food and eat the food with the salt. Don't eat the salt by itself. Yeah. Next one. Loyalty will cost you physical things. It will cost you physical things. Let's look at Moses. Where is it in my book? Good. Hebrews chapter 11, 24. By faith, Moses, when he was come of years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. When Moses had to declare his stand for God's people, the cost was that he would no longer be referred to as the princess's son. Moses could have easily become the, the next pharaoh of Egypt. That's how much it cost him. That's how much his loyalty cost him. His loyalty cost him, even if he didn't become the pharaoh, maybe Ramsey, still Ramsey would have become pharaoh. Okay? He would have been Ramsey's brother. All along, he was Ramsey's brother. They were the two giants of Egypt, apart from Pharaoh himself, Moses. But when he came of age and he realized, that, look, I have to take a stand for God. He knew this is the price to pay. This is what it will cost me. Physical things, it will cost me. I'm sure when Moses was riding on, I don't know how many of you have watched those cartoons of Moses, Prince of Egypt. So when he was riding on the chariot, people just give him way. They give no traffic. The robot cannot stop him. He's like he's driving with police escort and moving around in Egypt. I'm sure they're privileges. But when he chose God, he had to let, down, let go of all those things and now become a slave and become a fugitive. Look, be ready for it. I said, many years ago, I met a girl. I was in church with a girl. And we're all in church together. We'll come, go for rehearsal and all these things. When she goes home, then her parents will be bored at home with her. Where, where have you gone to church? One day, her, her, her dad got angry and threw her out of the house. 
threw her out of the house. And she packed her things to go and live with her auntie. Why? So that she can continue serving God. Yeah. So that she can continue serving God. That's the price. The girl I'm talking about is this girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I met her, she was homeless. Anyway. Yeah. To serve God. Yeah. I rescued her from the streets. Please clap for me. Clap for me. I've tried. I tried. I tried. Yeah. That's the price to pay. Look. Where she was living, there was DSTV. Those were the initial days of DSTV. Only the rich people had DSTV. See, DSTV, they, they used to watch Hallmark. Hey. I said, wow. There were cars in the house. Yeah. And we have to walk. Rich people, rich man's daughter. Rich man said, I've thrown you out. That's the cost. That, no wonder we are here today. Yeah, that's the cost. One day, there was, we had one of our churches. Um, one of our churches. One of our churches in Ghana. The pastor had a school. And he had employed the church members as teachers of the school. Some of the church members were going to school in the school for free. (laughs) For free. Then one day, he decided to become disloyal, to wrangulize. Yeah, he decided... He had left the church. He had so wrangulized, blah, 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 blah. Now, these are the church members. They have free scholarship in his school. Some of them work for him. Yeah, some of them work for him. Some of them work for him. And he has come to plant a church just exactly where the church was. Yeah. The... the, the, (laughs) Now, what brought up all these things? He was being transferred from where he was. You see, North Deal to Imbali. <laughs> that type of lookout, you don't have to move from your house, you don't have to change your children's school, you don't have to do anything, you just wake up from today, you don't go to church here, you go to church here, that's all. It was a problem. Now, here are the church members who, are, who have scholarships. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Our pastors went there and they secured the church. Most of the people left the, left, left the school and they continued in the church. That's the cost. They left it, they stopped teaching there and stayed in the church. Yeah, that's the cost. If God is the one who has raised him to open a door for you, do you think that if you stand with God, God will make another way for you? Yeah, but that's the cost. That's what it will cost you. That's what it is. 
if you are not ready to, so if you, somebody is paying your rent and then the person has decided to, I mean, no, don't use any example. If the person pays your rent, then the person has decided to leave the church. What it means is that if you stay in the church, be it known unto you that you are homeless. Yeah. So the price to pay, what is going to cost you, is what that rent that he's paying for you or she's paying for you. That's what it's going to cost you. But if that's the cost, that's the cost. That's the cost. Hallelujah. Amen. Number seven. I want to finish with number seven because it's a short family discussion. Loyalty demands analysis. I said loyalty demands what? Analysis. 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 If you are going to be loyal, you have to do analysis. If you don't do analysis, you will make the wrong move. Paul said to Timothy, 2 Timothy 1, 6, says, Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. Paul was reminding Timothy, was calling Timothy to remember to remember some things. Look, for you to be faithful, you have to analyze things. Analyze things clearly. Analyze things properly. Sometimes even when people are accused to you, analysis will help you to know the right thing. Yeah, analysis, this person, is he like that? Is that how he is? Do I have any reason to think that about him or about her? Analyze. Do analysis. Do analysis. Analyze Bishop Darkie Ward Mills. Does he not have the best intention of this church at heart? To buy a building and to invest. This building cost us half a million dollars. I said this building cost us half a million dollars. You are sitting, if you have not seen one million dollars before, just look at this building two times. You will see one million. Look at this building two times. Just look. Then you can look. That's one million. One million dollars. Twice. Yeah, twice. That's how much of the church's money that was invested to buy this property. Let's come to rents. We bought it for seven, seven and a half million rents. That's how much we bought what you are sitting here. Now, if somebody invest, and this church used to move from place to place. This church was like a taxi. No, no, no. Our church was like a taxi. Today we are here. Tomorrow we are here. Tomorrow next we are here. I remember I was with Bishop Larry one day at a meeting. And we were discussing how to make our churches work. And he said, my greatest problem is a meeting place. We are just moving from here to here to here. Even I remember Bishop Jake was there. That meeting, we prayed that God will open a door. A door. Sometimes even nowhere to have church. Moving from place to place to place to place to place to place. Today we are in the township. Tomorrow we are in town. Then tomorrow we are in the ship. It's like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And in a hotel. In a lobby, under somebody's church, in the basement of somebody's church, in the back and forth, back and forth, all over the place.
place. Today we are at a youth center. Tomorrow we are in a tent. Tomorrow next we are here, back and forth. Until one day somebody decided, look, you have struggled enough. It's okay, you have suffered enough. Let's buy a building so the church can be stable. Don't you think he has the best interest of the church at heart? Don't you think so? Analyze it. Analyze it. Think about it. Don't just boom then. No, analyze it. Amandla, await. Then it's like, yeah, ta, ta, ta. Ta, 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 ta. Then we are moving. Ta, ta, ta. Listen, analyze the things. Analyze things. Sometimes people go into error. You wonder if they are thinking of the things. Think of it. Think of it. That somebody has invested this much. This is besides the support of the missionary that has been here all over the years. This is besides that. This is besides that. That like, look, the church is moving too much. Let's stabilize the church. Stabilize the church and let the church be there. How can it be that that person doesn't have the best interest of the church at heart? Analyze it. One of the things you need to analyze is the past. Analyze the past. Look into the past. Has the person done these things that is being said in the past? Analyze it. And see. Once you analyze things, your mind will always work correctly. Your mind will always work correctly. This is how our church works on transfers. That's how our church works. Don't let anybody lie to you. We always say one of the permanent things in the church is change. That's why I have not deceived myself to think that I am the last, last Mohican. Yeah, I'm the last pastor of this church. Where is it in the Bible? And thou, my son, Daniel Halley, shall be the last pastor in Peter Marriage. I mean, where? No, I've not deceived myself. I'm sure I have a lease. When it expires, I will get either a call, a WhatsApp message, or even a relay, not a message that is said to somebody. One of the times I was transferred, and the transfer was not told, it was told to my wife. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my wife was told, she was coming to me. So, Bishop, tell Daniel to move to this place. Yeah, yeah, that's how I got the news. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, you say you are going where? You are going to your husband. When you go, tell your husband that he should move from, I was in Cape Town. He should move from Cape Town to Port Elizabeth. So, as my wife was coming, it's like her final call, I'm on my way. Then she said to me, look, daddy says you should move from Cape Town to Port Elizabeth. I said, really? Then I called my pastor and I said to my pastor, I hear that this is the information that I have gotten from my wife. You should just confirm and let me know. The next day he said, it is true. (laughs) Thou are on your way to Port Elizabeth. I said, thank you very much. I I guarded all my, he, my pastor was shocked. I asked my pastor, when can I go? So, as soon as possible. I said, okay. He was sitting there when I came. I said, can I go today? <laughs> he said, okay. And I left that same night. I packed everything. 
shipped some of my things, and then I left. That's how I, so I'm not surprised. I'm going to get another one too like that. Oh. <laughs> That's how our church works. Accept it. Do you see? In that day, don't say that, oh, it's only Bishop Daniels that we know. Oh, please, Bishop Daniels. Look, 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 look. Let's be serious. You two, you are the only people I know, but I will go. <laughs> I will go. And then whoever is coming will also come. He too, he will have a lease. And his lease will expire. And then he will get a text. Or his wife will travel and come. That's it. That's it. Accept it. That's how our church works. As a missionary, I have accepted this reality. That that's how it works. If God allows for us to be together forever, glory be to God. Even that one will be transferred from here to heaven. He will be transferred to heaven. Now, when we are transferred to heaven, you say, as for me, I'm going to stay in Peter Marysburg until Jesus comes and goes, I'll still be here. When we have been transferred to heaven. No. Analyze it. Analyze the person who's, who's, who's in question. Analyze the person. When you do proper analysis, you are likely, your mind will always be working well. It will always be working well. Azile, your mind will always be working well. Just do analysis. Analysis. Yeah. I mean, I've been here with you for, have I been bad to you before? Since you were born up to today. Yeah. So, analyze things. Don't just, uh, oh, really? Is it true? Shame on you. Stand to your feet, let's share a word of prayer. <laughs> Lift your hands and pray for yourself and say, Lord, let your word that has gone into my heart indeed bring a change in my heart. Put your hand on your heart and pray for your heart. This thing is about the heart. Put your hand on your heart and pray for, for your heart. Pray for your heart. Pray for your heart. Pray for your heart. God said, I will give you a heart of flesh. And I'll take the stony heart from, um, from your midst. That you'll be able to keep my commandments. And my statutes. Ability to keep God's commandments. Is dependent on what type of heart you have. Pray that God will soften your heart. Soften my heart Lord. Soften my heart Lord. Soften my heart Lord. In the name of Jesus. Soften my heart Lord. Soften my heart Lord. Give me a heart of flesh and let me yield to your word. Let me yield to your word. Let me yield to your word in the name of Jesus. 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 Ripula Keloba Brantala Sento Tashkando Dada Ripando Lobo Sento Tarianda Lempando Bande Brando Lobo Skemanda Brando Bara Kemande Bara Brando Talis Kepando Lobo Brindo Taliba Le Mandabo Le Mandabo Le Mandabo Le Mandabo Manto Talis Manto Talis Manto Talis 
Rapanda la baba, Runtiribikin to Taliba, Sin to Taliba, Santo Ribando, Rapanda la baba, Rimandova, Holy Spirit, work on us, work on us, work on us, mighty Holy Spirit, work on us, work on us, work on us, work on us, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Lord, thank you, Jesus. Lift your hands and thank God right now, wherever you are. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, O God. Thank you, O God. Mato Badika. Kebola Bados Kepaloba Lim Pandodal. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Every breath. Jesus, 
I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Wonderful. You may be seated in the presence of God. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.